Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You got it. You got it. I lost the last game, so I'm a little pissed. Lost the last game of what? Chess. To what? He's playing chess. <laughs> You're playing online chess? Yeah. Like literally right now? I mean, I just made my move. I'm not actively <laughs> playing. That, I, call that, I would call that right now, yeah. No, because I mean, I, that, I'm not. <laughs> their next move might not come for like another day, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. Uh, who, and who are you playing against? My friend. You have like a pen pal and. Tunisia? Chess no, my, a chess pal. She is my friend, Matisse. She is from California. Man, dudes do anything for sex these days. Uh, whoa, you wanna, chill, Want to play some COVID chill, chess? Fam, you want to play some fam. COVID chess? Yo, you know uh, dudes can be friends with women, uh, you know? Not you, though. <laughs> that is incorrect. My name is not Leonard, okay? Hold my on. whole joke women is not that, that I fuck, to. okay? Get the fuck out of here. Women that they're not attracted to. You don't need to yeah. turn that part. I thought you wanted to hire. No, I mean you can put it higher also, but it's not as important as being closer. But yeah, I mean, you're right. Obviously, of course, you can have friends of the opposite sex. I'm just saying I don't. You've never mentioned this lady friend, so I just assume you're having sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> if it was like a good old OG friend, I would have already like been. I've known you a long ass time. We're gonna introduce that. a new. Female friend to a group of male friends and be like, oh, we've been friends a long time. Like, she's not. No, that's she's not how Jordan. That goes. She's Jordan's sister. She just hangs out in different groups that we hang out. Jordan had that. You know him, nigga. It's yeah, her sister. She's my friend. You, you smashed <laughs> Jordan's sister. That's wild, Jordan. <laughs> oh my I got your back, dog. Bro. I would never do that. This I personally would never do that. This says a lot you. more about you, brother, than it does about yeah, me. Yeah, it's saying okay? that I would <laughs> never do that. It's saying that I can't believe you're doing that to Jordan. That's wild. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna take this. Foolery! This is witch trial bullshit, and I'm not gonna take it. How was your trip? Sounds like, <laughs> some, sounds like some Urkel shit. I don't have to take this. I'm going home. He's uh, a bully. Rod is a bully, guys. That's what I've learned uh, today. I am. But everyone at this table is a bully, really. I've watched each of you bully people many times. I've watched you bully people on stage in an improv show you just didn't like. <laughs> just, just like to bully the people on stage with you. So, what are you talking about? Okay, yeah, that's Chris. I was like, that's not yeah. me. No, oh, it's that's not Chris. you, Leonard. It's that's definitely Chris. Chris. <laughs> that's not true, bro. <laughs> say, say, it, say it with a straight face that that's not true. <laughs> you know what? No, I like to say it's, um, you know, heroism. Some people are assholes, and I'm like, no, no, no. I can be a bigger asshole. It's different, bro. Are you doing, like, literally the Team America speech? There's dicks, pussies, and assholes. That's funny. I literally... Dicks fuck ass pussies, but they also fuck assholes. <laughs> I just watched the show exactly. where... It was an improv situation. Her scene partner fucked her over and made her do like some like racist ass like yeah. stereotypical character. So she did it back to him like to the white dude, and he was like, "You can't do that." And he was like, "Bitch, I just did." Yeah, I mean, literally, my whole sense of humor is fuck, fuck that. Basically, when mean? he says bully people, he means bully white people. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! Some niggas can catch these hands too. And these <laughs> nah, <laughs> we, we know who those niggas are. <laughs> they always there every goddamn time. No, but I just don't like people like trying to strong arm into some shit. Like, just how you are with art, I am with all things. Like, I don't like pretension in any facet, bro. And like, sometimes that be happening. I'm like, haha, you met the wrong one today, nigga. It's like, no, not us. Like, you laugh first. It's like you're, you have a superpower where you can beat anyone's ass, but you have to chuckle first in order to activate it. That's my, boom. That's my Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> Captain Chuckles. Oh, uh, that's a bad character name. Captain I'm gonna think Chuckles. about this. I'm gonna think about this. I'm gonna yeah, come yeah, up with Chuckles. Chuckles. So he's a doctor. You ever watch Captain Chuckles? Underpants? He said doctor. I said captain. I was talking about captain. I said, he said I said captain. Like Captain Underpants, oh. and it said Chuckles. When you're listening to this podcast, yeah, and you'll hear me say Captain. About thirty seconds. Yeah, and, and you'll, you'll hear me say doctor. Captain. You'll say, "Look at no, these he, two no, no, dumb dumb." He said Captain. You said Professor. And I said doctor because professor, I, I pictured like a PhD. <laughs> Look at this! Who is? <laughs> Damn, I swear I heard this nigga say doctor. Uh, no, no, yeah, no, revisionist. I don't know if he did because I, I, I didn't hear that. I heard myself say it. Okay. Wow. In response to you saying professor. 
So which one is he? Is he a professor, a captain, or a doctor? Or he's probably he Gilligan he's chuckles. He's fucking if all just of naming he's like people Batman. from Gilligan's fucking Island. Fucking is he the professor? Okay. Is he the captain? No, no, no. Oh, is, is he all is three? He, is he the millionaire? Is he none? <laughs> he's been all three because he like can live forever, basically. He's like Wolverine. I'll take it. There we go. <laughs> Boom. It's like, actually, that goes back to the Shazam thing. You actually do look like Black Wolverine. Call me. What does that even? Call me All the hair on your face that's like literally hasn't been shaved Wolverine is so short, bro. When's the last time you shaved up your beard? Two weeks ago. You definitely are Wolverine then, because that shit is overgrown <laughs> so fast. I was thinking it had been months. I mean, shaped up is not. I don't take it down. I just make it. You you take Nugenics, huh? You take that Frank Thomas shit. You got you got hair growing shit. all over the fucking place. Oh, shit. It's wild. I'm jealous. I'm mad. <laughs> and it shows. No, no. it's because I literally have no hair on my body anywhere else, and I feel like that's the trade-off. Like that's a arms, great fucking trade-off. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a negative, nigga. I'm just saying, like, often people are like, "Do you shave your fucking arms?" I'm like, "Why? Why would White I?" What is say it? That. Yes, yeah. obviously. <laughs> say obviously. Obviously. Like obviously. Eighth grade. <laughs> you shave your arms. Shave your arms. So Bro, random how no fucking just way. To only black people, but like the shave the arms thing. It's one of the dumbest ones, bro. Where it's like, what? What? Leonard's like, looking like, oh man, because he literally also hairy. Arms. Like, yeah, Leonard you never heard that one before, have you? Oh yeah, yeah, I have heard that one. <laughs> what is what is the most? What's one of the another one? What's another random thing that white people hit you with? Like, like when I was a kid, they'd be, I, don't, I don't know if you ever got this. They'd be like, wow, your eyelashes are like girl eyelashes. <laughs> Yo, like what? You <laughs> do not understand I how many call the woman. girls, and I'm I'm guessing white girls have said how commented on my eyelashes. It's fucking insane. I always thought I just had good eyelashes. You I know. know what I'm saying? I've never got you my never got that one. No, that's not me. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, I definitely I got, got that, that one. All the I didn't get time. that. Like at least twelve times. I got called a woman until like. I mean, you look feminine. <laughs> you could be the chick from Four Non Blondes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! This nigga goes to Wolverine. And this nigga, this like nigga's gonna know, bro. We gotta throw the hands, bro. But you also, I got a chuckle in this bitch, bro. We gotta throw the hands. Punch this thing out the window. Ah! Niggas are stupid. This is already funny. Yes, they did. Uh. In case you can't tell, that's Leonard talking. He's back. Round two, baby. Very soon he's back. Right? We Quit. Need a, we, need a, we need a sub. We called I him in. We called him in. <laughs> Leonard is reliable as fuck. This nigga is sent the text. Blue Will, just the sixth man of the year, bro. Came Always straight ready. from Magic City. He <laughs> was eating the wings. Bro, I didn't go to sleep till goddamn seven in the morning. It's like one o'clock right now. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. On wings, though, real quick. Have you guys had these Kroger, uh, like, Frozen wings, like the dry rub wings? No. Nigga, no. Not I just, at all. Okay, I'm just saying, specific. I just got these things a couple days ago, and I made them in the oven last night. Fire. I mean, I was high, but they were fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they okay. crisped up in a way, like, I've done... Crisped I've done up, oven, nigga. I've done... Frozen Kroger wings in the oven. I'm telling you, they did. I, he, I've been sampling... already just said... I've been <laughs> sampling different frozen wings. <sighs> see if there's one I can make, because I, I got to get the late. You trying to get the Rona? Trying to get Rona... Did you hear about that? They tried to fucking vilify my wings, dog. They tried Who's to say wings? that the wings came from uh, like South America, maybe Brazil, to China, and that's where the coronavirus came from and originated. Was, was wings? wings? Y'all hear about that? Not at all. They Who's they? they? This sounds like very Trumpian. This day. is some Trump yeah, logic. No. This is <laughs> what black people, people have it more exactly. because it's in the wings, and you know exactly. they eat the chicken. They trying to throw black people under the bus. Now, I like, mean, they trying. The what you mean? We've been going to throw the black people under the bus again. Nah. Okay, wait. I'm not taking but this that. has nothing to do with the Kroger wings. It doesn't. No, no, no. I was just making a joke. You said my wings are delicious. I didn't get the reference. They were like frozen chicken. I thought you were about to say a brand. I didn't get it at all. You're less funny than the last time you were here. What's been going on with you? I've been last seeing the time Leonard was here. This it was all fire. Leonard's overthinking it. Right? Like tired. I've been seeing a therapist and shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like get my life together. We see the same therapist. That's wild. You guys you talk about me. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's crazy. That's good. Like that's, that's definitely illegal. illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that at all. But no, for real, on the wing subject, everybody knows. Or if you don't know, I'm a motherfucking wing connoisseur. Okay, this man Leonard this is, is really stressing wings. Okay, have you had these? You're gonna, okay. we're gonna, ha- I'm gonna have to try them. Man. I've tried four or five different frozen wings. Okay, this one slaps. It cr- like you got to The problem is the part that I hate because you have to do a two step process. You got to put them in the oven for 13, 
then turn them over this and guy. do another 12. This so it's, it's work. Now I'm just making, Why would I make real work, wings? But that is, is not work. It's work because you don't want to like. That's more work than I want for a frozen it. meal. A frozen meal. I'm supposed to be okay. throwing it in there. And it's then a little just bit of work, it. but they come out fire. I do fresh wings. Who has an air fryer? And I just season them myself. Nigga, you doing dry rub? Nigga, just get some fresh wings and throw some seasoning on. Look, he has a very yeah, good argument. That here. is a. Here's the reason why I got these wings. It's not for the times when I want to cook a whole meal, which is why uh, I'm saying it's a little bit it's of work. Convenience. Yeah, I made these at like 11 last night. I'm not gonna okay. fire up my whole kitchen. Yeah, I just turn on the oven, pop them in. Fucking delicious, I must say. Okay, very right, well, very good. The for it's the show that I've been pitching to the guys, and we're doing. Yeah, well, pitch, still... pitch to the people. Pitch the show to the people. Okay, okay. Everybody, I, I love wings. I will one day open a wing truck. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. We love wings. Everybody, what's the name of the wing truck? I think I'm gonna call it some version of like lemon pepper wet. Like I'm gonna throw that in there. You know, I love my lemon. Mm. It's my mm. favorite type of wing. Mm. I want to pay homage to my guys. You know what I'm saying to the homies. Um. I don't know yet, but it's going to be a wing food truck. There, mm-hmm. uh, there really aren't many of those around. Uh, but I want us, Lemon Pepper Wet, to find the best wings in L.A. Mm-hmm. And maybe when things open up, we can find the best wings in other cities. But we can't go to the places. But, you know, we order the wings, get about 50, 100 wings. <laughs> It's six of us, nigga. We're not just sampling. Like this ain't like a wine tasting. Yeah, we're eating full dinner. Like very often. Are they different flavors? Yes, are we literally no, different like, flavors? God, damn. Damn. Like, let me like, get a hundred lemon pepper white yeah, wings, no, no, nigga. No, no, what no. are we learning? We not only we not only doing. That's the point. We, we trying to find the best flavors. We trying to find the best wings in L. A. Okay. And some of these niggas got different versions of best. Okay. Uh, like Sean said, he loves. Buffalo wing Wild Wings. He said he likes Wingstop. Yeah, he hated it was wing Buffalo stop, Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. He, he said Wingstop Buffalo was trash. Wild Wings wings are fucking trash. I mean, Loki. Okay, let's let's chill. It's Buffalo Wild Wings used to be pretty hot. Like they have fallen off as they have expanded, but they used to come with the bangers, no. bro. You, you, they, they were they were hot. Where where did you live when you thought they were hot? In Michigan, exactly. And I say this because mm-hmm. I never heard of Buffalo Wild Wings before I lived in North Dakota, and everyone there thought it was fire too. When you have like six food options, that's not it accurate is. in Detroit. It. No, it's you, not. No, there's enough Mastros nearby in Detroit, bro. Bro, I'm, you have literally. We're talking just... about chicken, though, right? Like Detroit is a black ass city, nigga. You don't think there was places with fire wings, bro? Like it was just that is a good environment for you. Like, oh, I'm gonna watch sports, yeah, and these wings are good. But the wings are not. There's less. to I, do. I think there are far worse think, wings. W- than, wild wings than existed wild wings in places. Worse. I would say like Hooters is the same way. In places where there wasn't like some other shit to do so they're like oh we'll give you sports and wings in this place so you have somewhere to go to get both and it becomes like this like legendary this is what I, this is the argument i was making about the burger place too okay we're, we're sidetracking in burgers because people from all different parts of the country feel like they have a burger place that's local to them that is just better but it's literally just compared to fast food burgers from like 20 years ago these places made a name for themselves so everyone thinks Oh, you gotta come to White Castle, man. It's better. You gotta try. Water Burger's a, not a good burger. This it's a very like burger. fucking average. No, not one person from Texas has ever been able to describe to me what they like about Water Burger. Not one. Not one thing. Like, oh, the bun is a potato bun. So it's n- nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I'm emphatic. Because I'm mad. I'm tired of having this argument. Went to Texas. Ate a Water Burger by accident. Didn't order one. Didn't want one. Blacks, I threw half of it away. I'm like, what? Did, why'd you give me this burger? Bruh, you came in a little it. pre-biased. We, yeah, right. We get it, nigga. You no, from California, bro? I've lived everywhere on earth. First of all, I've had burgers that from every corner of people thinking. But that you a are good an in and out enthusiast, bro. More so no, than I wouldn't say an enthusiast because again, people enthusiast, are right. The, the fries are nothing to write home about. The reasons why I like in and out, and I'm not saying it's the best burger, but I think for the price. It's definitely the best burger you can get in L.A. because it's still super cheap. The When I was growing up, it was the only place, and this is like in the mid-90s, they were offering like $14 an hour salary, medical benefits. Yeah. They were you making, the they were the only place with fresh beef. These are all good arguments, after. but we talking about the taste. I know, I know, but, but I'm saying true, why, I'm true. explaining why I yes, like In-N-Out as in general is because I grew up with those things being like, man, no one else does this. And then it was, okay, what places have a fast burger? Okay. The chains and then In-N-Out. So it's compared to that, not compared to like a place that serves like a gourmet burger because that's fucking crazy. Like Shake Shack's burger is $18. Yeah. Why are we comparing the two burgers? One is three bucks. So then what are your favorite burgers then? 
Burgers Never Say Die is the best one, and you already know that. Big facts. Big facts. Yeah, that burger is pretty damn good. I'm not going to lie. I feel like the whole burger thing is just nostalgia and fucking personal feelings. Yes. Because Whataburger is not that great. In and Out is not that great. It's a good burger. It probably is the best fast food. No, for I love Wendy's. I love Wendy's burgers. I've always been, but I I grew up eating Wendy's. That was like my favorite place. So, I actually, I'll tell you what I like better. And I, it's nostalgia, like in and out is more real food rallies, than Wendy's. Checkers. Rallies, checker burgers, the best people fries that ever exist. Fries are the best fries that ever exist. There's a lot of people service. in LA who think Rallies is the best burger in LA. There's a lot yeah, of black people who feel they? that way. Okay, cool, pretty valid, yeah. bro. I, know, I, I didn't realize was, that there were rallies out here. Yeah, I used to think it was just a Midwest thing too. Yeah. Yeah. What was the other name before it was Rallies? Checkers. Yeah, with that pilot nigga. How do you feel about the Dairy Queen burgers? Because I actually like Dairy Queen's burgers. Bro, they stepped their burger game up like about a good six, I, seven years I'm ago. I'm still, it's like, miss me with this shit, bro. Like, you're an ice cream <laughs> place, nigga. Like, I, gotta, like, n- I know. There's certain, I, like, like, I hate when trends do that shit, bro. It's like something easy that you can just drop in a fryer and give me some ice cream. Yeah, it's like, I, I hate when trends are trying to do too much. I'm like, nigga, stay in your lane, bro. Like, well, what are we doing, dog? You're, you're mad like, at Dairy yeah, Queen? You're like, like, you, you marketing imagine, yourself as ice no, cream. Bro, imagine if Ben and Jerry's was like, all right, nigga, we serve burgers now. Like, you Fire-ass, organic, <laughs> fucking grass-fed burger. I mean... It'd probably slap. If Ben and Jerry's came out with a burger, it'd probably slap. I don't know. I just think, like, you, you stop monopolizing, bro. What, what would the, it would be like the... Yeah, like... God, their names are too creative. I can't come up with one on the spot. Cheddar chomping. Ch- this is a bunch of alliteration. It's just like... It's like, God damn. It's like... It's like... Uh, Cow tipping, uh, <laughs> cow tipping, <laughs> burger flipping, Jimmy Fallon burger. <laughs> Get out here with the Jimmy. <laughs> it's the it's the it's the concussed head George Foreman grilling. <laughs> it's like, bro, how many titles these niggas got on this shit, bro? That's just uh, so true. But yeah, so you was in Texas, huh? Yeah, I was in Texas, and that's what I guess the topic is today. This is an art and sports podcast. We don't talk about traditional art as much i certainly don't come in here and try to like promote my own shit very often because we have other people on who do dope art uh all the time but i feel like this time is a little bit different because the first of all the last month has been wild the last like three weeks of like shit that i personally have done which was we got brianna taylor cutouts inside dodger stadium Dope. I put out the Joshua Tree video. Fire ass video. This Check man that really shit out got a hot hand. hand. Checked it out. Thank you. Thank hot you. hand. And then I went to Dallas, and we were here last week. We were here like a week ago, almost to the day. <laughs> and you're like, oh, who's you just get off the phone with? And I'm like, I think I got to go to Dallas in like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even fucking clean up the house or anything. We had a full ass barbecue. I came back. My house smelled like fucking trash. <laughs> like literally garbage. Right <laughs> Because I just dipped. I didn't have time to, like, do anything. Oh, that is one of the worst feelings, bro. We got to do a quick exit and come back. You're like, fuck! I got to clean. I can't even just lay down. I can't just kick <laughs> oh, it, Oh, man, I opened the front door, and I was like, oh, Jesus. I guess it just smelled right away. <laughs> like, weak-old barbecue chicken. <laughs> no. Oh, God. That, that chicken was, was hidden, though. It was yeah, it was good-ass chicken. Did you get any barbecue while you was in Texas? Uh... Yes. Texas barbecue slaps. So here's what happened, though. So first of all, we were so busy that I really didn't eat anything except for fast food. Sonic and... He only ate that half a Whataburger. Sonic burgers do 17 slap. cherry yeah, I, lime. I didn't even eat that much food. Yeah, I had cherry so limeades. many <laughs> strawberry lemonade slushies. Oh, you went strawberry lemonade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Bro, the blue one? I might have had a limeade lemonade? the first time. I might have had like, cherry limeade once. Yeah, you got to get the cherry limeade. And then strawberry lemonade. lemonade slushies after that. I do the raspberry lemonade. It's fire every time. Word up. With some tater tots. Then I had, I had uh, a place called William's Chicken one night. Which seems like a like a, just a fast food like, reminded me of Louisiana chicken, Ooh, okay. uh, but it wasn't as good. Okay. It was just, uh, uh, and then on my way out of town, I stopped by a place called, fuck, what was this place called? Some barbecue spot. There's some like definitely like artsy barry district in Dallas that I didn't know existed, and this barbecue place is like the most famous barbecue place in that area. Uh. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it was called. It came with a lot of praise. The woman at the airport said it. The concierge at the hotel said it. 
it was pretty good. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's I like one of those I nostalgia think you just personal don't like things where people just. It's always funny when like people just have to jump on the bandwagon because everybody else is on it, and it's like you gotta go here. Fair. Like that's how it is in Atlanta. If they'll be like, "Yo, you gotta go to Fox Brothers," and I was like, "No, go to Fat Match, dog. Don't go to Fox Brothers." Everybody hypes up. Like, Those some Atlanta ass names, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go to Fox Brothers. No, Fat Backs, nigga. <laughs> But Daddy D's, shout out to Daddy D's. I don't think it exists anymore, but yo, you kept it nigga fat. <laughs> <laughs> there was a place called Soul Man's that looked like the sign looked dope, but I didn't. <laughs> it was no, like. They graphic. Okay, they okay. graphic. Oh. No, no here's the thing. That. Here's the thing. You can't do that. The barbecue place you that I went to. You can't go to a barbecue spot called Soul Man's, nigga. That is for sure what they were talking about in Undercover Brother, bro. But this is, hey, this this is what I was about to say. This this was what, the barbecue place that I did go to <laughs> was downtown in this district, and everyone recommended it. Where we were building the court was in the hood, like 15 minutes south of downtown. And Soul Man's was like in the cut from there. In fact, it was next door to some place that was like the sign said, uh, like, steak dinners. And twenty five and up nightclub, <laughs> and, and, and it, it was called the what Gold Room. What kind of fucking combo <laughs> was like, is that? That's how you know you're in the hood when it's what? a twenty five and up nightclub. Because only black people do that. Uh, only black people. They like nah, nigga. Y'all niggas too young. Y'all too reckless. You I'm trying to live my life. I'm trying to make it home tonight. <laughs> I need a nigga to have had one real job. I need you to go. I'm enough. trying to get some wap and lay on my bed. I'm not trying to see no 25 and up is such a specific You never heard of a 25 and up club? Nah, not in the D I have oh, not, I've never heard never of a 25 and up I've heard of like 40 and up You never heard of 25 nah, and up either? Nah, they do, they do nights like age nights but I've not heard of 25 age nights and up. Yes, I've heard yeah, of age it's nights like, hmm. it's like, But like 25 is the number, right? Or no, you haven't heard that number No, either. I haven't heard that number heard It's like 18 to like 22 Remember when you was 18 He was like Adults night Yeah, the 18 up club Yeah, 18 and up clubs is literally just like Yo, um, are you a pedophile? Are you a <laughs> I'm not a pedophile, but like are you like There was like a teen club in Michigan that we used to go to. I felt like I was in a Degrassi show, nigga. It was, it was just literally me and the homies gonna go dance on some girls. And it was the oh. the wackest thing I've ever Remember seen when in my life. I was like, like who opens all a about, teen yo, club? Let me go dance on a girl. How yeah. fucking stupid. But I'm that? saying <laughs> but the point I was getting at is who opens up a teen club, nigga? Like Alcohol is you why you open the club. But I'm saying alcohol is why you open the club. Like, well, the, like you're the, an adult the 10 like, people. Like, oh, you're talking about where, where, where I'm saying as like, the business. You can't be over 21. Yes. And I'm, can only exactly. It's just you charge cover at those places. But still in Clearly Michigan, bro. Clearly it existed bro, like, for a reason. I, I understand that. I'm saying it can't be a profitable business, dude. That's what I'm getting at. They were selling goddamn sodas hand over fist, dog. You just don't make as much, probably. The yeah. problem with an 18 and up club is probably way lower too because so, there's no alcohol. True. Yeah. Right, in sense. Canada, there's uh, the drinking age is 19, and in, in Calgary, it's 18. I think Calgary is probably just north of Michigan. I don't know the exact distances, but the 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 problem there is that if I want to go out and drink, and this happened last time I was in Calgary, like a year ago, you don't know you're in a city you don't know. You just look up like what place is popping. We're waiting in line. <laughs> And I'm a 35-year-old man. <laughs> and like this group of like, because when, when it's 21, 18s go in these places. They get yeah. a fake ID. Yeah. When it's 18, I swear to God, there was like 14-year-olds in line behind us just like looking up at me. And I was like, oh, I need to get the you gotta, fuck out of here, this line. You got to can't be here. Can't be here. I don't know where I'm supposed to be, but it's got to be a 25 and up club it. somewhere nearby. Yo, sexy where the black people at? Yo, then you know they was like, who is this tall black man? Is he famous? He must be. Oh, that's I'm surprised so... you guys haven't heard of 25 and up because I feel like when I was in college, especially, like they'd have them in Oakland all the time. Especially if you're in a place that's like dangerous with like that's in the hood. They just do that number so it like reduces shootings by like 80%, <laughs> I have to imagine. Like some crazy high percentage. Nah, in the D, they don't in, even in Atlanta, fuck with bro, your They're trying to make money, I guess, because I remember being like 19 and going with my sister to like, it was like in a strip mall, dog. Like, yeah. Like it was like eighteen and up, and like goddamn, a well cocktail was like fourteen dollars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like That's everybody, crazy. like it was stupid. They was, but it was like niggas had to show out, and it yeah. was like it was crazy. No, and indeed, the there's clubs for young niggas, and then it's literally if you're in your twenties, don't come here. It's like it's like thirty and up. Yeah, like they don't have. That's they, what you gotta have a city where there's actually old, a, a large amount of older black folks. Yeah, right. 
Like, well, I think what made Dallas, at least the part that we were in, unique is is that, I mean, again, it was like basically the projects. I didn't actually see a white person. It's the first time I haven't seen like a single white person, not even like a gentrifier, in like, like ever. Like, not even not a one, gentrifier. Not one like just whole, like some random white person. Not even like just someone people. like driving through. It's just like every single car, there's a black person behind the wheel. Every single person we saw was black. So how was that with like? Because you know there were black people working on the on the court and whatnot. Was that weird? Did it ever like get weird there? Any tension or? No, no. In fact, the only like real tension was that the uh, the police came at a certain point. So for those who don't know who are listening to this, the court said Black Lives Matter on it. So Dallas PD shows up. What after? Because we did like the the writing, like on day two, and then we filled in like the rest of the colors the next day. So once it was clear that it said Black Lives Matter, DPD shows up, and they're like, "Hey, we're just here to make sure you guys aren't anti-police." We're like, "Bro, we're like, Nigga, what does that mean? There's like no white court. people within miles. <laughs> it's just us here." Were the officers white? It's a mixed bag. I mean, you know how it goes with the police. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, there was a couple. Probably six officers showed up though. Damn, six. Yes, with no danger. No, I'm sure this place does have you know share of like crime and violence and all that, but none of that was happening, and it was noon. And he's supposed to show up like, hey, we just need to make sure you guys are, are you like you said, not you didn't see any white people and shit. Nobody called the damn police. No, nobody like, called. Nobody's they like, they showed up on like, their own accord. Man, you need to come check bullshit. this. Exactly. That's some bullshit. Exactly. Also, right, have you ever worried about like someone defacing? Because if y'all haven't seen the court, check out his his uh, Instagram or Venice Ball or the Hoot, uh, Hoot Bus's Instagram. This shit is fire. Have you ever like worried about anybody defacing the court or anything like that? That's the thing. I think just where it is. I don't. If a white person goes that far to deface this court, they're probably also not getting out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Like you got to go into like. Again, there was no problems with us, but this is not a great neighborhood. Yeah. There's a reason why. There was such a shitty court before. Yes, was important. Uh, So yeah, I mean, good luck. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's one of those. It's one of those areas where. First of all, the thing that was, and I guess I, it's funny because I grew up in similar, not my whole life, but at certain points, similar conditions. But there's a certain age of child where it's like, they're just still a kid and they don't know, they don't, they're not aware of what the surroundings are. They're just literally just out here having fun. And then like at like age 10, they start to get like, oh shit sucks. And then at like 16, you just don't see these motherfuckers. So we were building the court. Everyone who was around and helping was under 15. And once it was built, then, like, the dudes came out the woodworks with their, like, white tees on and started, came out to get a hoop session. <laughs> Yo, day, you I know what I mean? see, like, dudes creeping out <laughs> yeah, from, like, staircases really and behind like, buildings. Like, oh, no, I ain't shit. on that soft community shit, Wait, nigga. You said no, the work we hooping done? on, nigga? You said the work done? You said we hooping on, we didn't, so we didn't announce we were coming or anything really like that either. So I think, like, the, the OGs, they, like, they synced us come in and they sent, like, a crackhead to come check, like, Come see what the deal was. Like, come out. Like, what, what y'all working on over here? What y'all doing? Like, oh, the hood. The, the hood pigeon. <laughs> like, like, seriously, <laughs> though. <laughs> but that is, that's real shit. If white people, y'all don't know about it, it's, that's a real thing. Yeah. It really I happens. mean, white people know about it. They watch The Wire. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that well, like one of the most famous the characters? Shout out to Bubbles. They Shout love the, bubbles. the fucking Wire, bro. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I don't. I, I mean, I highly doubt someone would go in there to mess it up. My my only concern is, you know, keeping the court up uh, will be yeah. tough. Maintain. I'm gonna try. I told the so there's a guy down there named Coach Webb. He's the one who called us in, so he's you know looking after it and organizing like games and AU and stuff around the court. But um, I told him to start an Instagram for the court, which he did. So it's just he just. It hadn't been taken yet. Black Lives Matter Court on Instagram. Dope. And uh, come up. yeah, and so the idea is that every now and then, if they like need new rims or something, then we'll do Don't like it. a Kickstarter or something or something That's like that, just to get yeah. you know, new rims aren't crazy expensive, but it's funny how even that small thing, like two hundred dollars of effort, yeah, without it, the court just becomes meaningless again. True. Uh, so yeah, definitely looking into that in the future. We'll definitely do that in the future, actually. That's dope, man. You never like you because the court. If y'all haven't seen the their before and after pictures, it's like the rims were on one side, right next to each other, basically. Yeah. 
And it's like, so how the fuck are you even playing, in, you know, like, <laughs> an actual... I mean, if you have multiple people on the court. But it wasn't like a multiple... So the court, court was... The court, court had three total baskets. There was... Oh, like a little kid's basket or something. Was yeah, it but it, no, no, it didn't have... It It had... One side was a full court. Like, the court was like an L shape. Okay, I'm holding my fingers up. You can't oh, see that it. Little right, so the part that was long actually was one half court. And then this basket went to this basket for a very short full court. Okay. So, and then this, the short court basket, one of the sides didn't have a rim at all. Didn't have a backboard. So it was just these two. So what oh, we did okay. is we uprooted both of the ones on the side and made one long full size court. Yeah. And then, and that was with brand new donated backboards that were glass backboards. So then we used one of the older backboards on that little side piece. Okay. To make a kid's size court. Because, um, again, okay, a lot of people dumb. out there are like, can you... It's too tall. Can you make some oxygen? <laughs> it's too tall. Ross, little black child voice. No, it's, it's also te- like country, like yeah, Texas. Too tall. I want to shoot. Hey, John, can I man, shoot? It's too- can I Yo, shoot the ball? That little boy you kept putting up was fucking hilarious, dog. That that dude had me dying. Bro. There was, there was two what are you doing? Boys. Painting. <laughs> it's like you right. painting these lines. All right, Riley. <laughs> it was his sixth birthday. What you doing? Painting these lines. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was cute. Oh, Every like he like there was a dude on the uh, MC on the mic, and because uh, it was his, it was that kid's birthday, so like every now and then he'd run up and be like, "Let me get the mic." Like, it's my birthday, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday, y'all. That's hilarious, bro. That's so fucking funny. This is a cool thing, man. There needs to be more shit like that. It's just I mean small positivity put out there. You know what I mean? Like everybody acts like. All steps need to be these big, giant, super things, which they do. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me fucked up. Big change needs to happen. But there also needs to be some sense of hope. And hope is small things. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we we are seen. We we have a sense of... And, and it's great you said that because my thought it literally uh, goes off of that is... Uh, you don't even know how many lives you've changed with this court. Like, there may be some kid who, like, who didn't... Who may have not used that court because it was ch- shitty, and you yeah. know, like now they may it, they may realize that they have a passion for basketball and could lead to them getting a scholarship, lead to them doing anything. You know, yeah, what I'm New saying? York so shit, bro. Like, they have access to access is the main thing. That's exactly. the main thing of everything. Some people access don't understand when it's like, yo, the system, systemic racism, and it's like it's a head start. Like if you didn't, if they didn't have that court, they wouldn't have that head start on maybe realizing their potential and other things that they can do in life and yeah. that's really fucking dope and it's dope when you see things like that I'm a bit I'm a very cynical person so it's like a lot of these charities I'm like where is this money really going like what's going like yeah. this you see the results like yeah. like at least the physical results and then you know that it leads to like other things yeah I would say that like the there was two main things that I was able to witness when I was there one was that uh, kind of on the hope side you know, none of us who were there working on this court are from Dallas or Texas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, granted, we're mostly black people, but still, it's like we're not from there. Yeah. You flew so, from Los Angeles like on a whim to yeah do- to go to Dallas <laughs> to meet people I never met who didn't know we were coming. So there's a part where they felt like, "Wow, like why do these people care about us?" Yeah. Like, I think that hope works in a, a few different ways, but in like the dangerous minds way. It's like someone caring about you is important. Like people really feed off that. Did you sit backwards in the chair, bro? <laughs> yeah. I just walked up and I was like, hey, I'm about to do, I'm about to build y'all a court and I'm about to bring you up out of the shit, you know. And then he dumps Sprite all and over And I'm a white lady. <laughs> My name is Michelle. I'm here to help. Uh, but yeah, on that, on that front though, like, Especially before we like really started getting it done, where how it looked, people would still just drive by and see us, and be like, "Yeah, what's what y'all doing over there? What y'all, y'all working on?" Like bro, the amount of people, first of all, who talk like the dude from King of the Hill, you just can't understand his voice. Oh, what's going on over there? Man, I'm going to over there on that court. Man, they doing a lot of things. They doing a lot of drugs. They doing a lot of scenic. Man, they had them over there painting the line, but I got down. It's crazy. Hey, exactly. But those people were, were, when they did figure out what was happening, they would drive back and be like, man, I just got to say, man, like, this is what y'all doing out here. How come like, they can speak now? They can't. I'm, I'm saying it clear now. 
Hey, I just wanted to let you know. Hey, the fact that you and all like, your colleagues... It's like, hold on, what was this shit before? It's like, oh, hello, good sir. We're actually all little John. Yeah, yeah. Actually. What? What? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? My brother, what you're doing is impeccable. But yeah, the second part was that I think, and this is something that a court makes unique, but a lot of these people didn't talk to each other or fuck with each other. You know what I mean? Like, the kids that were friends with, like, maybe two or three other kids, of course, they kick it. Or maybe, you know, like, with their brother and sister, like, hey, come back home. Like, you guys go out, come home. Because it's, it's the hood. It's not like some fucking park where people are just playing. Uh, yeah. So when, you built, when we built the court and all these people were in the same space for the first time, I, mean, I don't know what this looks like long term, but I have to imagine the violence in the neighborhood goes down just from people literally getting to know each other yeah. and spending time around yeah. each other instead of just only seeing someone and seeing them as a potential threat all the time. Yeah. It was crazy. It looked like, see, the, when I was watching it, I assumed there was like a sense of community there because like there were so many people there and every it looked like it was just such a great time from the videos once the court was built. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, from what I, I asked people, and I was like, oh, when's the last time like you saw like everyone out like this for anything? They're like, bro, never. And that's like that's again. You we've all lived in different versions of a hood at certain points. The only thing that does bring people together like that are like big events, like a radio station comes in or something, or like. But other than that, like you're not. You, again, then, everyone's a potential threat. You're right. not out here and just then like when you're, waving. Yeah, yeah, when you're out there in those situations, it's not like a sense of community type thing. It's right. like, a, oh, we're coming here to be entertained and fuck, you know, like yo, don't like. There still could be some type of like negative energy. Yeah, and I feel like it, it's. I think it was people were feeling it out. It started like that. They're, they're, these two, these two or three kids did get into a fight like right away, and then like you know people broke it up. Like not today, man. We you see that you see they brought this out here for y'all, man. For y'all, you're gonna be out here fighting. They brought the this for y'all. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, but it, it, they're just not used to like it's, these people were basically just fighting because like oh, I haven't seen him since the last time we fought. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because that's the only way you interact. With the court there, I mean, we all know basketball leads to fights in general also, but but you're not going to be out there playing daily and just hating everybody. It's just, that's not how it goes. Yeah. There's an eventuality here that, that was my biggest takeaway. Like the community will feel more like a community. Yeah. That is a big problem in most hoods, right? Is that they set you in a situation in which you don't know if niggas are looking at you as food or like you know what I mean. It it takes away the sense of community. So yeah. you have been put into an environment that is gonna make you do what is wanted from and you. And they, they know what they're doing when they create these projects and they build these projects. And it's part of the shit that they've been doing forever where it's like since the mentality of the patriarchy since we've been here is like divide and conquer. Like they never wanted Slaves, easier to make you to control unify. yourself. Yeah, they always, and I don't even know. I've always wondered. I need to do some research and like look into it. But like, I never understood the gang mentality, the black mentality. I always like growing up. I just like never understood. It's because it. if you don't have anything, the little you do have is important. And if you take out industry, right? If we don't have a sense of John's dad owns the corner store, right? John's dad, I see this nigga every day to go get my food or whatever. Da 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 da. I work at a factory. I come back. Um, my dad works with Steve, Tom, and da 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 at the factory with them, right? Da da da. Okay. So I know these niggas in these houses. You know what I mean? We know each other. It's like a specific small hood. And then they have made that. It's like this is the only thing that is good for you once you add in criminal elements that are highly lofted because niggas don't have options that are not illegal you start going well if i don't know you fuck you yeah. i'm a lit you well, know what i mean like, like what, so, we it's like a come up it's like in the black community it's like if you see weakness you take advantage of it it's like you don't help you take advantage i'm saying but that's yeah. back, like fucked up that also goes back to the slave thing exactly where yeah. it is easier for you to be doing my job yeah if i am the one who owns the slave the slaves Telling each other y'all ain't shit makes it easier exactly. for me to do what because I need to there's do. There's only so many of you in there. I mean, now we're in those situations. We were the majority. There was more of us than there were them. So it like made sense. But now it's like 
they fucking taking us out and we're like not the you know we're a minority but it's like we they still don't want us to you to unify because then we have power it's kind of crazy well you know what's what's wild like and how subtle some of these these things can be that separate you know we were in it wasn't a housing project because i've been to those in texas and it's just bricks and weeds everywhere this was like an apart, it was like a step up, one step yeah. up, apartment building, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but there was there was four complexes that were all joined together. From my perspective, it was one big apartment complex. One of the kids is like, he's like, oh man, when you finish this, man, they're gonna come from the pinks, they're gonna come from the blues. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh that that complex over there is called the pinks. And I was like, why? It's the it says Mountain View Apartments. It's the same. It's where we're at now. He's like, he's like, no, that's the pinks. This is the whites. Down there is the blues. I'm like, why did they name it that? He's like, I don't know. And I started asking people. I was like, why do they call this one the pinks and the blue? Like, I don't know. Nobody had an answer. Just been there as a division. Exactly. <laughs> for again, in the same complex. This yeah. isn't some but like, you spread out by miles thing. <laughs> it's basically like a project in the situation because like when they built these like cookie cutter like neighborhoods back in the day, they were super cheap. In the clauses, you couldn't sell those houses to black people. So it was like. We know all these white people are living here in these cheap situations, and then they do the same thing with the pro. It's like, all right, we're gonna build apartments all next to each other, and it's like all the black people live in this one mile radius, and we can police them and control them. I think it's a combination of things, and that people will always find a reason to be lofted over one another, right? And if you don't really have shit, you're gonna find the smallest reasons to make your shit separate from other people's shit. Exactly. Yep. And then you get that top boy mentality where it's yeah, like, they like, broke like the pinks is the most expensive right. apartment complex out of the four apartment complexes. And it's like so $50 more. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, what, nigga? Like, you realize if all of y'all do come together and you help each other as a community, it's like, yo, you don't got that shit? I got you, my nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're all helping each other food. And that's all easy to do. That's easy to say. You yeah. know what I mean? That's easy to say. That's I can't easy say to say. Shit, like, but it's hard for niggas to turn the other cheek. Yeah. And when you set niggas up that they got to eat in order to live in ways that are not just going to Best Buy and having your job, then it's hard for niggas but, to forget. But let's talk about that, too, though. Because, again, it's been a while since I was really in a situation like this. But I don't know where the closest grocery store was that wasn't selling, like, absolute bullshit. Yeah. I don't know where the closest <laughs> place to get, like, a bottle of Arrowhead, yeah. you know, like it, it, and I, I had a car, I had a rental car, and I would drive. And that's how I saw like Soul Man's and the fucking the Gold Bar, or the twenty five and up spot. That's like eight miles away from where this is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these are long. One thing I forget about Texas, and every time someone says they want to move there, I'm Huge. like, that's trash. Is that shit's <laughs> very trash. spread apart. Like even like regular shit. I yeah. when I first got there, I was like, okay, great, I found the location. Let me go find a grocery store real quick. And I was just driving in circles. Because nothing's close. And when I did find one, like, everything in there to drink, there's, like, a small section of water, and then it's just a Fagos, huge thing of, of Fagos and sodas. Exactly. Yeah. Then you look at, like, the the like the shelves are, like, half empty. You and know, you know it's, like, meat is, like, not the same. Like, everything is just worse. So even if you do have money, what's well, close to you, your options are fucking crazy limited. It's awesome. <laughs> and also a lot of the stuff that's on the shelves is, like, Wick or like stuff that like yeah everyone I saw pay food stamps everyone I saw pay was paying with food stamps exactly and then that's with like the soda industry when like you know I don't know if you guys heard like a few years back they were trying to get sodas off of Wick and food stamps because literally the soda companies lobby and pay these politicians to keep them on because it's still sales yeah and it's still money that they're getting even though it's from the government and it's just like it's all a fucking they know they put all those complexes there they don't. Everybody knows about fucking food desert. I mean, not everybody knows, but they're... I was going to say, now, not everybody. Not, yeah. But we are aware. A lot of more people are becoming Explain aware a food of desert food desert just desert. for say the uninitiated here. A food desert is basically what you said. You have a community where there's no, there's no possibility to get, to get so no fresh, fresh produce, uh, top quality produce. Meats. What's vegetables. that? No, I'm saying like meats, like fresh vegetables. It's, there's a reason many dudes I know and people I know from areas like this go, nah, I don't eat that. Because they have never had access to it. And it's easy to make people who don't have things, a.k.a. poor people, not riot as much if they eat. 
throughout many revolutions in history, niggas have not had food, and that has caused shit mm-hmm. to get real. Right now mm-hmm. in North mm-hmm. Korea, there's a food shortage, which is fucked up. But I'm sorry, continue the food desert part. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So basically, it's like a certain mile radius around a community where you don't have access to, like, like he's water, produce, stuff. And there's mainly, if there is a food option, it is fast food. Mm-hmm. And it's McDonald's, and Burger King. Right. One thing that makes Processed LA shit. like different, and I'm not saying that it's it's way different when you get to like the actual hood, but it's condensed. Almost every hood, you know, depending on how safe or dangerous it may be, but you can walk reasonably and get somewhere. It's not too hot and it's not too far. In this particular area, what makes it a food desert is literally you can't make it to yeah. these places unless you drive. Yeah. You need a lot of gas to yeah. get there. And if you do try to like, hey, let's ride a bike, you're going to burn up. Yeah. You're not going to fucking want to do it. You're Eventually cooking. you'll be like, nah, I'm just going to go to the what's closest because that shit's too far. Yeah. Uh, and then what you end up seeing is people just sitting outside. <laughs> sitting outside like the place... You know, close to where we had an Airbnb the first night. But there are hella liquor stores. They're That's what I was about to say. Everything. There's a liquor store, and there's like 50, 60 people in lawn chairs just kicking it outside. Because that's like what's close to them. Also, COVID probably a little bit. But as far as I know, last time I was in Texas, it was the same thing. Just OGs sit outside in the lawn chairs next to the liquor store, and that's their whole day. Which goes back to like, again, when you give someone hope. Hope is also seeing something different than what you see every day, which is like, I see a little boy and I see an old man. I'm like, this little boy's on track to end up just sitting on this porch mm-hmm. if he lives long enough, just sitting here smoking and drinking and just making jokes. Just talking shit. And working. <laughs> and, and working. servicing. Working enough. The country. And it's also the first time I really noticed this is that liquor stores are so prevalent where niggas don't have no money and no food. Yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I mean, who develops cities and, 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 and leases these buildings and rents these buildings out and sells these buildings? You can't, you can't sit. I don't just understand how people don't, can't say that it's, you know. Because it benefits, man. Yo, like, I understand people want money. I like money. You know what I mean? I like shit. But, like, extreme capitalism is how I don't understand the argument for it. There is no real argument. Like, if you have billions of dollars, you should be. Uh, obliged to have a certain percentage of your money allocated towards fixing shit because yeah. if, if we are supposed to be an advanced society we want ourselves to move towards that Star Trek bullshit that's the only way we're going to do it let me, let, me <laughs> say something, let me say something that might be controversial but I'm going to say it Oh God! some of the richest people I've ever met I went to high school with are Mormon they literally do that for the church already they are required to give 15-20% of every dollar they earn Back to the Mormon church, which is why, at least in cities that I've seen that have Mormon churches, they're like fucking castles. All right, nigga, These you are said huge the monuments. Mormon church, bro. What are Mormons? No, but, <laughs> but I know, but that's what, that's my oh. point, though. It's like those same people usually vote conservative. Like, oh, I don't want to give my money to the government. I want to give it to the Mormon church. But that ensures that it doesn't help anyone else but them. Yeah. And But so uh, what I'm saying is they're already buying into a system, which is... I got too much money. I'm going to give it away to or towards a needy cause. But that cause isn't needy. It's just the uh, Mormon I don't church. I know it's needy. It's called they are they want to go to heaven. I'm not yeah, even not even that, bro. Uh, I, this is a controversial point. Most churches are just tax havens, dog. Like, everybody's bugging about Scientology. It's the same fucking thing, nigga. It's cleaning money, nigga. Oh, yeah. Like, what I are mean, we talking churches about Churches should be required here? to pay taxes. It's fucking insane. Like, it's the same. I'm not trying to but hear But I do no think shit. in the hood, the t- churches take on a lot of different roles than they do in white neighborhoods. Oh, well, like, you know, it's not all I don't know, bro. No, no, it, it, it's... I hey, just want a smaller black, level. Hey, am I saying that there's black churches still. that aren't getting over? Of course not. I'm not saying that at all. The pastor's pushing the brand new Cadillac in the, in the A in the literal yeah, new Cadillac, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Detroit. A literal I, brand new there Cadillac. Isn't a black pastor alive who doesn't drive a new Cadillac. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but bro. What, what when you when the poorer a neighborhood gets, the more churches become like if these people in the community did meet, it would be at church. Yeah. And so it's that's like the only place people have hope, but church doesn't help people get out. It just helps them be comfortable with it. It's like, it's like, it. it's like, oh, you have six months to live. We can make you comfortable. Yeah. That's yeah. church exactly. in the black community. The most religious people are people who suffer the most. And it's like, I don't know. 
that's a whole nother tangent. But it's just wild to me, bro. It's um, you can't have any real argument with me about that subject. It's like people are like, oh, insane, but you can become bro. a billionaire yourself. It's like, do you not realize no, how do you many understand fucking people how live much, in America do you understand? and the percentage that become billionaires? No, but let's not talk about that. Let's talk about how much money a billion dollars oh, is, okay? Yeah, yeah. So the top three people that have billions of dollars have super villain levels of billions of dollars, yeah. dog. Like, one percent of one of those niggas' money can cure most problems in America. Like, exactly. What are we talking about here? And I mean, when we also talk about like the government, the government just gives uh, just niggas love to say, "Oh, but their money is up in the economy." You telling me niggas who got hundreds of billions of dollars didn't find out some finesses, my nigga? And look, Come the like, fuck on, bro. Also, where is this money? Anywhere. It's like this money literally doesn't exist. Anywhere. Like. Yeah, so that, that reminds like, me of uh, the movie Richie Rich, where it's like the, the guy like rape robs the safe. He's like, "Where's all the money?" He's like, "In the market." <laughs> right, right. He's like, like "Why would I?" Why would no, I have that house? So dumbass. <laughs> I love fucking Richie Rich. Like, it's absurd. I, I just, it's like you dumb nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you don't the, know how we live. You thought I had it the crib? <laughs> you thought no. you had a That guy's also like. Oh, like he's an executive in the company. He should also he be should rich. Be, yeah. He should, a, should already be rich enough. And be, and be smart, smart enough, enough to, to know. know like, yeah. You think there's just cash in the mountain? He was short-sighted, dog. <laughs> Bruh, he watched a cartoon. This nigga was diving in <laughs> coins and shit. He was like, he got it at the house. He has to have it at the house. <laughs> Yo, I do. I, that just made me think of the family guy scene where he jumps. <laughs> Bruh, he like, breaks his neck. Ah, ah, I didn't think about it. <laughs> it's not water. <laughs> Also, that's so, yo, Scrooge, Ebenezer, the nigga he's based off of, died with $14 billion back in that time. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, how much did Rock- Rockefeller had, like, $200 billion or something in, like, 1901? That's, that's when you should have that money. Because niggas haven't figured shit out yet. You're the beginning of industry. Niggas have What do you mean? That's, money. like, the beginning of money, and you just give it all to one guy? No, I'm saying, but like, like, it would make even sense. Do shit back then because the finesse right. makes sense back right. then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Nowadays, yeah, right, right. it's like, nigga, how, bro? How do you have that money, bro? Like, are you fucking that's kidding what me? We, like, laud, like, Warren Buffett and, like, Bill Gates were, like, giving... So It's like, nigga... That's like me giving fucking ten dollars to a homeless person. Like, like we're like, oh, it's he gave. Le- it's way it's less, less than that. Less than yeah, $10 way less than that. And well, it's like it's like you giving a dime to a homeless person every four years or something. Like, it's, and then it's, it's like, a wildly oh, low Warren Buffett's gonna Warren Buffett's gonna give away half his money when he dies. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> when is this nigga gonna die? You have that like, kind of money. You probably bought buying a, a new body and everything. Come on, man. bro. He's out here for kidneys, bro. bro no, and the money he, he, he the money's going like, to his charity. Like he's, that, that, that he's he laughing creates. like Crane from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> he's gonna put him in a robot body. Sorry, is that what you're saying? But also the money's not even like the money he's giving away is going to his charity. So it's like, nigga, man, get the fuck out of here, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, again, charities can be Who's good. The CEO I'm not saying like, how much they getting paid. Yeah, it's hard to say with all that stuff. One thing I do hope. Uh, I was telling you guys before we started recording that, uh, or maybe I said it while we were recording. Jesus, it just I want to start a. We're gonna do different, you know, Kickstarter campaigns and stuff to make sure we keep that that uh, court maintained. Um, so yeah, if you're listening, just look out for that. But you know, one thing I gave a speech when I was down there. Uh, of course you. Okay, did. but hold on. No, what's funny? Of course hey, you. Co- Coach Webb. Coach Webb, the one up, who niggas? invited us down there, he gave a speech. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. It was a great speech about the community and whatnot. Then he's like, yeah, I, and I thought I was going to go next. He's like, all right, now I want to introduce you to the, the property manager, this black woman who hadn't been there for a second. I'd never seen her, didn't know her name. She would and she's like, she's like, this is your community. You guys did earn this. I'm like, you. who are you? That's the person who I'm like, when it's the, I hear charity, I'm like, not her. Because where have you been? Yeah, where, you where have you been? Where, have you, where did you come from? We were out here every day and, and haven't seen you heat. once. Yeah, haven't seen you once until literally it was time to get the praise for it. Yeah. You just pop in. Exactly. Just That's why. She might be a good person. I don't know. But in that, in that moment, I was like, ooh. Hey man, she took that weekend to herself. Okay, but she needed that time. What I was going to say is that I gave, when I gave my speech, what I said... Is because when I was down there, we met different community leaders, including this one woman who does, she like volunteers her own time and like 
got one of the units in the place donated, turned like the old dilapidated pool into a community garden, like teaches the kids. She's like, yeah, most of these kids are like way behind on their reading levels and stuff. So she has this like flash cardboard and all this stuff. And I was like, we came in, we don't live here. And probably a lot of us will probably never come back here, but you have people here right now who are doing it. And she doesn't have some big campaign like that. You know what I mean? She like posts on Facebook, like, Hey, we're trying to get shoes for kids. Can like anybody contribute and she'll get like a couple hundred dollars and try to make it work. Um, my hope is that with the the Black Lives Matter court Instagram and stuff like that is that we can use money from that to go into like people who in that community who are actually doing the work, not just like the Red Cross Dallas or something, which that court existed that way in the first place with every charity on earth already also existing. Yeah. Right? You need to find the people in these places that are actually on the work. ground. Because I know for her... It was it was a great week, but I have to imagine for her also. She's like, man, I've been trying to do this for so long. Yeah, and these dudes from L.A. show up in like flower shorts, <laughs> and drop in and just fucking Pouring do it all, all over them themselves. Gigantic ass motherfucking with his flower shorts, just here <laughs> on a vacation. I'm serious though, though. It's but, like, yeah, there's people, and you gotta you gotta find them. That's the hard work. I the think, charities don't necessarily do. I also think that that is a, a better way of doing it. Is because there's always gonna be Sean King ass motherfuckers in the world, right? But like to have a platform where you have a fuck ton of followers and you just target it towards that thing, you know what I mean? Every post, Instagram post, is a campaign from a different person like that. Hmm. Because coming from the D, bro, I know firsthand there are people who are like, bro, every day. I wake up and try to fucking do this shit, and there's no money. Education is my biggest fucking pet peeve because my mom works in it. My sister works in it. So I know firsthand that it is appalling how our country handles education. Which makes no sense. Hmm. That does make sense. The, the way, I mean, it makes, I mean, yeah, it makes are no easy sense to logically, control. but it makes sense if you're a piece of shit and want to destroy the country and make them the workforce while you and your buddies spend all the money, the world's money. <laughs> I mean, that is what they want, though. But, <laughs> but anyway, just to have somewhere where it's like targeted this is where this is going. This is how you help it. Do at least that one thing helps so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they at least have that one first big, like, here's recognition, here's money, like, I can get the train rolling yeah. now. You know what I mean? And that's the only way you get shit, because that's the hope. That's yeah. the real hope that is small enough but big enough to actually fix things. Because if you teach people that they are being fucked, they will fight more to not be. Well, that's why, I mean, again, I, I brought up that woman, uh, Coach Webb. Uh, but people have asked me before, uh, hey, what do you, you know, we have this charity, what should we donate to? Or we have money, what should we donate to? And for years and years, I've said the same thing. Called Coach Jeff Harris and I'm sorry, Jeff Harper in San Diego and talked to him. Because I know that he's a guy who gets shit done. Never has the resources. I never say, like, hey, try Black Lives Matter San Diego. I'm sure, like, Black Lives Matter San Diego is a great organization. They do great yeah, things. Exactly. But that's general. Uh, and that's something that I don't know where that money goes. Yeah. Could work out good. Could work out bad. They have their own goals and agendas. I talk, I talk to the direct person. This person is out here in these streets. Yeah. Literally with the kids every day. And they need it. So look at this person. Now I met this person in Dallas. Great. Talk to her. Talk to Allie at the community garden. That's a great way place to send your money. Yeah. I met this person. She's not bullshitting. She's been out here with no recognition. Zero. Not even from the community for years. She's not old. She's like 30. <laughs> with a full-time job. You know what I mean? Like Just out here trying. Who uh, said that? And I've got two homies. That are doing exactly the same thing. So let me look. Yeah, them shout up. them out. Shout them out. In so, an ideal world, we can start to aggregate some of these people onto a list. And if you live in the city, you can donate time or money or whatever it takes. But I think especially as the Black Lives Matter movement has grown over the past few months. I mean, we all in this room know so many white people have been like, Hey man, I was just like, here's twenty five dollars for a hard day, or like, 
you know, hey, I donated to like BLM because they want to feel good and they want to, you know, I mean, I don't get on any, if you donate money, I'm not on you for any reason. But it's kind of easy to just wait for a black person to tell you where to send your money. It's hard to like go to some of these places and talk to people because they'll tell you straight up. If you actually go to the hood, if I went to, Eng- uh, to Compton right now, I bet within 20 minutes I got to find the person who's out there like actually doing it. Yeah. You just, people just don't ever go. So you generate more, more nationally on, to these large-scale organizations, and that money has to find its way to these places. And we all know it doesn't always work that way. Big times. Big time, Tommy. Have you ever have you thought about maybe doing more courts? Uh, 100%. I, in an ideal world, I'd like to do like one every month or something. Like if, we, if, if I had unlimited resources... I mean, I don't know if I would always do it in like the summer and the heat, but yeah, I was gonna say that's not the we time. would we would yeah we'd go all over and and do this. Um, thing is, we don't. I don't. Uh, it was a very expensive trip for me, like way more than I intended to spend. But I, I only bring up that last minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the last yeah. minute. It was. Last I mean, everything. But I would also say that I don't bring that up to say like that I spent my money in one way or the other, but. It just means I can't like keep doing yeah. this. <laughs> you know? yeah. We could do it like once, and then after that, it's like, all right, I'm True. cutting off my well, hand to like at least not like yeah. flying to another state and doing True. it. Which is there's but, a lot of different versions but, uh, of what doing this is, but that court to do it professionally is supposed to cost thirty thousand dollars. All right, so we did it like a piecemeal version for about ten to twelve, and that's with all of us putting in our own resources yeah. like when I, I flew out there on the premise of like oh the paint will be taken care of but I've made many runs to Home Depot to buy paint on my own once like I realized like oh that'll work for this but not for this and you know just like any project yeah especially yeah, a last minute vibrant. one it, <laughs> it is very vibrant. it is That's, it feels like a court from 2k I was like, damn, I was like, this nigga made a video game court in real life. Look at this fucking guy. You know, I gotta make it right. Man. <laughs> you know, you make it stay on brand. You had to stay on brand. Had to stay on brand, bro. I fuck with it. But yeah, no, um, finding different ways to do this, I feel like that is how. That's what I'm gonna say. Stop sending your friend fifty dollars because you kept asking him about black things. Stop telling me about you reading White Fragility. Go Google some shit, motherfucker. Like, mm. what are we talking about? My homie's organization, by the way, is called um, N.W. Goldberg Cares, Northwest Goldberg Cares. They, like, have a community garden, build homes up and shit like that. That's what's Just up. go and find your community and do that, man. And not, and not your community. Let me not say that. For all of my friends who I went to private school with and I went to Michigan with, go outside of your neighborhood. Go somewhere. Ask a community organization. Organizer, obviously, when Corona is over, Google it now and go fucking spend twenty dollars, fifty dollars. I've seen you all spend hundreds of dollars on food that wasn't that good. Go get that shit. To <laughs> oh, that's, that's the worst. That's the worst. Water burger. When you're broke, when you're broke and you're poor, spending money on food that doesn't taste good the is the worst feeling. It ruins your day. Yeah. I, th- I actually think I, maybe you guys can agree, but I feel like I. If I'm hungry and someone's like, "Oh, let's try a new place," I'm always, always like, "I don't know about I that. I can't change. I can't yeah, risk it. Bro. I can't take that bet because you grow up broke and you're like, bro, like what? I'm not nah. doing it, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm hungry. I know what I and know. I eat a I'm lot. What I get because I'm bro. hungry and I want it to taste good. And I eat a lot. I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you get some small ass. <laughs> but me, even though get I before. hate America and our food culture, the portions are way too fucking big at. 90% of the restaurants that you go to. Yeah, man. Again, you make poor people less, less angry when they eat. They, the food they eat is going to kill them, but yeah, that's their problem. That's not our problem. My, <laughs> like, my, like, like Pet Project, when I get some money or like have enough time to produce it, is to do a, a documentary on like food waste. and Because like, I've always... Uh, I've always worked in the service industry my entire life. I've, since I like was graduated high school, I've worked in a restaurant, in a deli, front of house, back of house. I've worked in a grocery store. And the amount of fucking food waste I've seen in my life is disgusting. Find a different lane because there are many food waste documentaries. Are I'll they? show you all of them. Yeah, there's a he lot of canceled his whole shit. No, he was not. like, I didn't even know. For those listening, Leonard was like in his feelings, in his soul, like looking at us back and forth, like saying this thing. 
And all Chris says is, eh. <laughs> That's not what I said. Yeah, you can find, it, find a new lane. No, find a different way to say the same point. Bro. You said, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna like, it's like there's yeah. just many, there's many food waste documentaries, bro. And you're just like, food waste is bad. All right, nigga. I watched 20 documentaries like that on Netflix yesterday, bro. Like, you know, that's all I'm yeah. saying. Chris, it, see, remember what we said earlier about who's a bully? I'm fuck that out was, of that here, was bro. fucked up. I like, that was, that was fucked I like efficiency. Up. Give me my notes officially. People are always like, oh, like, I don't want to. Damn, Leonard, hurt I still your believe feelings. in your dream, dog. I still believe in your dream. Yeah. It's going to happen. Bro. Speaking of, we get the 100 wings, all right? <laughs> we get the 100 wings. You never said the show. Finish the show. Oh, we, all right. So, yeah, we just, we all have different levels and different criteria for good wings. Uh-huh. And I feel like we a bunch of funny niggas. We just get high, eat some wings, and talk about them and give them ratings. You know what I'm saying? Right, try to find the best wings in LA. Uh, find a new lane, <laughs> We out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.